Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew preaches a special Christmas sermon entitled, Lord Jesus Christ, the Savior of the World, preached December 20th, 2015. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to Luke chapter 2. The Gospel of Luke tells us in the first two chapters about the person of Christ and his birth. Throughout the world, Christmas is celebrated as a time of great joy with people getting together to eat and give gifts to one another. Most people have no clear idea of the significance of this season. It is another holy day, H-O-L-I-D-A-Y, to celebrate. But Christmas points to the greatest event in history, the incarnation of God's eternal Son. History cannot be understood without the biblical revelation of creation, fall, and redemption. God triune who existed from all eternity alone is self-existing, self-sufficient, infinite personal being. God created the world and all in them, including humans, and permitted sin to enter the world. When Adam and Eve sinned, all creation fell and became subject to God's wrath. But God also has a plan of redemption for man and the cosmos. This redemption is accomplished through a man, Jesus Christ, the second person of the Holy Trinity. Because of sin, man must die. For the wages of sin is death. It is not negotiable. Only a man can redeem sinful man by dying their death. Such a redeemer must also be sinless and infinite to redeem all elect sinners of the world. Our redeemer, therefore, must be God-man. The Old Testament promised that such a man would redeem us by defeating and destroying the devil, the enemy of all good. In the Proto-Evangelion of Genesis 3.15, we read that the seed of the woman will crush the head of the serpent. Genesis 22.18 tells us this man will be the seed of Abraham in whom all the families of the earth will be blessed. Second Samuel 7 tells us he is the son of David, the everlasting king. Isaiah tells us he will be the son of a virgin, son given by God upon whose shoulders will be the government of the world. Luke 1 verse 26 reveals to us that this seed of the woman is son of Virgin Mary. 
John tells us in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we have seen his glory the glory of the one and only who came from the father full of grace and truth in his son God sent the greatest gift for sinners like us so Paul exclaims thanks be to God for his indescribable gift the greatest event in all human history is the coming of a savior from heaven to earth without his coming there is no meaning to history Jesus came into the world to save the world from divine destruction let's look at the place and time in bethlehem in a cave where cattle were kept the virgin mary gave birth to jesus what is the significance of this incarnation of god's son according to my late professor John Murray of Westminster Seminary the incarnation is the conjunction in one person of all that belongs to godhead and all that belongs to manhood it means that he who never began to be in his specific identity as son of god began to be what he eternally was not the infinite became the finite the eternal and supratemporal entered time and became subject to its conditions the immutable became the mutable the invisible became the visible creator became the creator sustainer of all became dependent the almighty infirm in some god became man anyone who denies the incarnation is an antichrist according to 1 john 4:2 and 3 so understand this holy spirit begat virgin mary conceived and virgin mary gave birth to jesus the god man the son took to himself a human soul and body the son became the man christ jesus without ceasing to be god and his manhood is permanent because he was sinless he obeyed god actively and passively vicariously and representatively hence paul could say for our eternal comfort and joy he was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification The virgin Mary delivered the baby in the Bethlehem cave during the reign of Caesar Augustus 
probably around 7 BC it was a time of roman peace the pax romana established by rome's conquest of all her enemies caesar augustus was called savior and many recognized him as divine son of god as the mirian inscription describes him divine augustus caesar son of a god imperator of land and sea the benefactor and savior of the whole world this caesar augustus gave an order that all the world should be registered for purposes of taxation and military service thus mary and joseph traveled to bethlehem from galilee to register but caesar augustus was under the rule of the sovereign god of the bible all these events occurred because it was god's will that the savior should be born in bethlehem the city of david as revealed to us in prophet micah chapter 5 verse 2 700 years before the caesar's order went out all this happened to redeem a fallen world god sent his son born of a woman born under law to redeem those under law that we might receive the full rights of sons let us look at the celebrants in this celebration in luke 2 god himself celebrated the birth of jesus the news of christ's birth was not sent to herod the great or the sanhedrin or emperor caesar augustus none of them was invited to celebrate the first christmas ignoring the senders of power god invited some poor shepherds of bethlehem who were watching their sheep by night shepherds friends belong to the bottom of society like the publicans they were the pariahs and untouchables of the day they were unclean because they could not keep the ceremonial laws because they were seen as thieves and liars they were forbidden to give witness in a court yet god invited these who were considered great sinners to hear the gospel and celebrate the birth of jesus friends this is always the way of god god gave the greatest honor of becoming the mother of our lord to a virgin teenager who came from a very poor family mary herself spoke of this my soul glorifies the lord and my spirit rejoices in god my savior for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant 
from now on all generations will call me blessed so also he chose the most undeserving shepherds to hear the gospel and celebrate and proclaim the birth of jesus our god feeds the hungry but he sends the rich away empty he lifts up the humble and puts down the arrogant he gives grace to the humble and opposes the proud he justifies the ungodly and condemns the self righteous we read about this way of god throughout the holy scriptures james the lord's brother says listen my dear brothers has god not chosen those who are poor in the eyes of the world to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom he promised to those who love him paul tells the same story brothers think of what you were when you were called not many of you were wise by human standards not many were influential not many were of noble birth but god chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise god chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong he chose the lowly things of this world and despised the things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are so that no one may boast before him if we have not submitted to this jesus christ it is because we are rich and arrogant but god sends the rich empty away and puts down the proud he rejects the mighty the mighty of bethlehem rejected the savior john writes he came to that which was his own but his own did not receive him the mighty reject him and he rejects the mighty if we have not bowed down to this jesus christ then we are mighty self righteous arrogant and rich we reject the gift of god's son and exchange the knowledge of the gospel for that which is evil and a lie the mighty of christendom have rejected the lord jesus christ long ago and still do they choose the antichrist there was no room for the son of david in bethlehem the angel came to the shepherds by night when we read the gospel account carefully we see that god himself with his entourage of a multitude of angels came to the celebration the glory of the lord shone around them there was the annunciation of the lord to the poor wretched unclean shepherds when god speaks to sinners whether through an angel or directly they are filled with fear 
We read this of Zechariah and Mary and now of the shepherds. Why this great fear? Because God is holy. Isaiah confessed when he saw God's glory. I'm undone. I'm sinful. I must die. How can a sinner stand in the glory of God's presence? So what is the remedy for fear? These shepherds were terrified with great fear. How can we be delivered from our great fear of eternal death? The only remedy is hearing and believing the gospel. The happiest person on earth is a Christian who believes in Jesus Christ alone. He alone has reason to receive with great joy. We need to hear the gracious gospel which the shepherds heard first. Fear not. That is, you shall not die eternally. You shall not go to hell and experience God's wrath. Someone else shall die and go to hell in your place. And for your sins. This one who is born will suffer and die in your place as your representative. He is your mediator atonement. He is your high priest. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. Instead of great fear, there is now good news of great joy spoken to the shepherds. We also must hear and believe this good news. That we may experience everlasting, indescribable joy. Through this son, the wrath of God, death and fear is gone our hell is taken away. Who is this baby? The good news of great joy is all about an infant born in Bethlehem, the Son of God, wrapped in flesh and wrapped in used strips of clothing, lying in a cattle feeding trough. What a contrast. Who is this baby? Certainly not a mere philosopher. We are all philosophers, but the philosophy of most is that of the fool who said in his heart, There is no God. But this one is no philosopher. Yes, he is a human being who entered history. To Mary the angel revealed you are to give him the name Jesus. Jesus means Jehovah is salvation. The fulfillment of God's promise has come in Jesus. The one who saves God's people from their sins. This baby is Jesus the only savior of the whole world. This Jesus is God and Savior. Moreover, 
it was revealed to mary that this one is the son of the most high which means he is the second person of the trinity god himself friends in human flesh this is not the description of a mere philosopher away with all such notions of this jesus who is god himself additionally the angel gabriel declared to mary that this child is the eternal king of the house of david in fulfillment of god's covenant with david and the isaianic prophecies he is the eternal king who conquers all enemies and rules his people in peace his people will be subject to him confess him serve him and sing his glorious praise he will not friends tolerate any enmity in his kingdom and his kingdom has no end mary was also told that this one is the holy one jesus was sinless thus he alone was fit to be our savior and atonement paul writes god made him who had no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of god in him now to the shepherds the angel also reveals that this homeless infant wrapped in used clothing and lying in a cave in a cattle trough is the savior no caesar augustus or anybody else can save anyone or give them peace one can proclaim himself savior but that does not mean anything jesus alone can give peace and joy and no one else can he alone is savior god king prophet priest and sacrifice why do we need a savior because we are fallen guilty sinners under god's wrath and we must die unless someone else takes the guilt of our sins and dies our eternal death all have sinned including the virgin mary we all need a savior the shepherds of bethlehem represent all elect sinners to them god announced that he has sent a savior his greatest gift to mankind in him we receive grace and salvation Paul writes for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ though he was rich yet for your sakes he became poor so that you through his poverty might become rich the rich became poor so the poor sinners may become rich friends he who believes in Jesus Christ is rich we need grace the angel greeted mary rejoice you are filled with grace she is not the source of grace but one who received grace to the full why should mary rejoice because she was filled with grace and found grace with god 
we see the same expression used of noah zechariah and the shepherds they found grace with god we need grace for salvation is by grace from beginning to end in luke 1 verse 30 we read do not be afraid mary you have found grace with god the antidote to our great fear is receiving the gospel of god's everlasting grace the old testament promised a savior in isaiah's prophecy we read i even i am the lord and apart from me there is no savior isaiah 43:11 and then isaiah 45:21 and 22 we read declare what is to be presented let them take counsel together who foretold this long ago who declared it from the distant past was it not i the lord and there is no god apart from me a righteous god and a savior there is none but me turn to me and be saved all the ends of the earth for i am god and there is no other so the lord of the old testament is savior and we read jesus of the new testament is savior so jesus is lord jesus is jehovah savior so here isaiah pictures yahweh as savior of his people this yahweh now we see as jesus salvation is found in no one else in the whole universe jesus is the only savior of the world there is no other savior everyone must repent and believe in the savior jesus to be saved he never saves arrogant people this is good news of great joy good news that gives great joy not just for some people but for all people jews and gentiles no wonder the samaritans confessed that jesus is the savior of the world john 4 verse 42 in the seed of abraham jesus christ all the families of the earth are blessed John writes God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life Today in the town of David a savior has been born to you to you he is Christ the Lord today no more do we need to look for the fulfillment of god's promise of a savior christ has come he is born today we have a savior in whom every promise of salvation is fulfilled today is the day of fulfillment celebration salvation today is the day of great joy we are blessed because we live today and that today will continue until Jesus comes again paul writes now is the time of god's favor and now is the day of salvation to sakius jesus said today salvation has come to this house 
And to the thief who confessed him on the cross, Jesus declared, Today you will be with me in paradise. Let us praise God for today. Today is your day of salvation. But your today will end at any time. I beseech you in the name of Jesus Christ to receive him and be saved today. This infant wrapped in flesh and used clothes lying in a trough is none other than Christ the promised Messiah. He is the anointed one equipped and qualified to be the prophet, priest and conquering king. John says he was filled with the Holy Spirit without measure. He is the promised deliverer for his people to redeem them from their guilt and misery and death and slavery. He himself said in Luke 4.18, citing Isaiah 61, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, for he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Are you poor? Then good news is preached to you right now. Are you a prisoner? He will set you free. Are you blind? He will give you sight to the blind. Are you oppressed of the devil? He shall release you from your oppression and set you free. If the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. It is he who proclaims the year of the Lord's favor. That is the year of the Lord's grace. Rejoice greatly, you poor You prisoners, you oppressed, you blind, you deaf, you dead. Do not be afraid, rejoice. This helpless, dependent, poor infant is also Lord. That means he is God. Yahweh, creator, God, redeemer, God, covenant Lord. He is all sovereign. All things are put under his feet. Good news. The Lord has come. What was the message of the angel? The Lord has come. King has come. Savior has come. Messiah has come. Let us bow down before him. Surrender to him and serve him. This is good news of great joy. Which Isaiah predicted. You who bring good tidings to Zion. Go up on a high mountain. You who bring tidings to Jerusalem. Lift up your voice with a shout. Lift it up. Do not be afraid. Say to the towns of Judah. Here is your God. See the sovereign Lord comes with power and his arm rules for him. See his reward is with him and his recompense accompanies him. He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young How beautiful on the mountain are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, your God reigns. Listen, 
your watchmen lift up their songs of joy together your watchmen lift up your voices together they shout for joy when the lord returns to zion they will see it with their own eyes burst into songs of joy together you ruins of jerusalem for the lord has comforted his people he has redeemed jerusalem the lord will lay bare his holy arm in the sight of all nations and all the ends of the earth will see the salvation of our god Isaiah says again after the suffering of his soul he will see the light of life and be satisfied by his knowledge my righteous servant will justify many and he will bear their iniquities friends this one brings glory to god in the highest This is what the angels are singing he will honor God the father with complete trust and obedience and God's purpose will be accomplished in his hand he will do all things for God's glory including dying on the cross to fulfill God's purpose of saving sinners justly Jesus prayed to the Father I have brought you glory on earth by completing the work you gave me to do no other human being could so glorify God but Christ did glory to God in the highest Adam and all his fallen descendants have dishonored God but Jesus came to glorify God and he accomplished that purpose So angels sang glory to God in the highest meaning this infant would bring glory to God he also will finally bring peace on earth he does so by bringing peace between God and sinners God and sinners are reconciled by the cross upon which Jesus died so Jeremiah calls him the Lord is our righteousness and Micah says in of this ruler born in Bethlehem he will be their peace not only does he bring about peace between god and man but he also brings peace between man and man so a husband and wife can live together in love and peace we can have a community of believers who will love one another and lay down their lives for one another it is all because of this infant who would die on the cross for the sins of the world the angel brought the good news to the shepherds now we must bring the same good news to the world which jesus and his apostles preached Behold your savior Christ the Lord the bible says salvation is of the lord salvation is of the jews salvation comes to us by jesus the jew who was crucified risen and is reigning friends you ask the question how shall we respond to this great message of salvation what should be our response to this good news we should believe it mary believed when the angel came to her she responded 
I am the Lord's slave. May it be to me as you have said. May you trusted God for everything. What about the shepherds? They believe too. Luke 2:15 through 20 describes how they hurried to Bethlehem, searched for the baby, found him and published the message. This baby is our savior, our Christ, our Lord who destroys all our fears and grants us great joy. He is the great liberator. He is the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. They probably said there are no need for sheep sacrifice. It's all finished. They surrendered to this Jesus and worshiped him. Mary was a sinner who trusted in her son, the savior. Elizabeth also trusted in this infant. while he was still in Mary's womb when Mary came to her she said blessed are you among women and blessed is the child you will bear but why am i so favored that the mother of my lord should come to me she confessed the infant in the womb of Mary to be her lord what should be our response to this grace believe and receive the savior in romans 10 paul speaks about the necessity of a preacher called by god to preach the gospel for faith comes by hearing the gospel and we must believe the gospel to be saved we must confess with our mouth jesus is lord and believe in our heart that god raised him from the dead and we will be saved we must call upon the name of the lord lord save me i believe in your son jesus christ in his person and in his work there are only two responses to the gospel message when it comes to us we can either receive it or we can reject the savior either we will surrender believe worship and receive him as lord and savior or we will continue in our rebellion unbelief and enmity but by all means do not see jesus as a philosopher a good moral man a socialist a liberation theologian we must confess him as savior christ the lord we must also be aware that this jesus is the judge he has come into the world as the stone not cut by human hands whose purpose is to destroy all powers of the world that oppose god's kingdom this stone will fall on all rebels who oppose god stop your rebellion fall down and kiss the son believe in him and receive the grace of god surrender and be saved oppose and be destroyed who can stand the wrath of the lamb i plead with you to receive god's indescribable gift our lord jesus christ who though rich for your our sakes became poor so that we who are poor sinners through his poverty might become rich we read in romans 3 but now 
A righteousness from God apart from law has been made known to which the law and the prophet testify. This righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. God presented him as a sacrifice of atonement through faith in his blood he did this to demonstrate his justice because in his forbearance he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished he did it to demonstrate his justice at the present time so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus I received this gift long ago but I am still unwrapping. Jesus makes me happy every day. Friends, do not give me stuff. But tell me about Jesus, the Savior, Christ the Lord. It is my prayer that he also be your Savior, your Christ, your Lord today. So in conclusion, four things. The person of Jesus God the Son took upon himself human nature. He has two natures in one divine person. He is God-man. So we read in John 1, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. No one has ever seen God but God, the one and only, that is Jesus Christ, who is at the Father's side, has made him known. That's the person of Jesus. Number two, the perfection of Jesus. He who knew no sin became sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Jesus Christ is perfect God and perfect man. He kept God's law, all of it, always, perfectly. He never sinned. He was sinless. The writer to the Hebrews writes this in 4.15. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. But we have one who has been tempted in every way, yet without sin. Number three, the propitiation of Jesus. Jesus was the Messiah. He was the anointed priest, prophet, and king. He is our propitiation. That is, this high priest offered himself as a perfect sacrifice in his death on the cross. He turned God's wrath that was against us away from us. So that God may now look upon us with favor and in grace. So we read he was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. And finally, the peace of Jesus. Jesus told us in John 14, 27, peace I live with you, my peace I give you. And Paul writes, for Christ himself is our peace. 
because of Christ's active and passive obedience to God's law we are justified by faith and have three dimensional peace we have peace with god we have peace with god's people and we have the peace of god that passes all human understanding guarding our heart and mind in christ jesus because we have repented of our sins and have trusted in this heaven sent savior christ the lord friends upon us the favor of god and his peace rests let us therefore join the holy angels and sing glory to god in the highest and on earth peace to all his holy people have a glorious celebration of the birth of our lord jesus the only savior of the whole world Let us pray heavenly father i especially thank you for saving us amen Grace Valley Christian Center is committed to the unchanging truth of the holy scriptures we have been proclaiming the whole counsel of god since 1974 through our weekly worship services our website resources and our publishing ministry for more information about our church to find more edifying sermons or to order books by the Reverend PG Matthew please visit our website at gracevalley.org